Welcome to the To Be Honest Podcast, where your besties dish up the tea on life, friendships, and more. Hey, I'm Holly. And I'm Emily. Welcome, Welcome back to the TVH Podcast. I almost forgot to say the welcome back <laughs> no. part. Hey guys. What's your drink of the day, Hals? Okay, today I have green tea with raspberry. It's quite good. Ooh. Yes. Um, my favorite combination I found because I got like all these fruit tea sampler thingy mm-hmm. is green tea with blueberries. So good. Oh. But I ran out of it, so we have raspberry today. Yeah. Nice and cozy. It's a rainy, well, cloudy day. So do you just have it like plain with hot water, or do you put it with anything else? Yeah, just hot water. Just yeah. Chilling. Yep. I have a tea drink too. I was like. I have I had a bunch of lemons. <laughs> oh, switching it up. I know, switching up. No more limes. <laughs> and um, I put I'm gonna kind of like an iced tea with like a cut up lemon and some raspberry tea and honey. Ooh, yeah, nice. That's, that's, that's good. Really good. Mm-hmm. Nice. And ice, obviously. <laughs> yeah, but that's the ice part. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, what do we usually do next? High and low? Yes. Okay. I didn't pull up. We usually have some sort of like a podcast script that we kind of go off of so we don't derail terribly. And I didn't make one for it. <laughs> we didn't make one for this time. So that's okay. Um, what's your low and high? Okay. I was thinking of this and of course now I'm like, mm. my low actually last night, literally just a few hours ago, I had this dream that was so intense. You think it's like real. And I woke up uh, so relieved. You were in it. I was. We were on the run, bro. <laughs> with Justin oh and my, my brother. Oh I don't my. know. I think it's mixed with the show I've been watching. Oh, did, Person did of interest. we do something bad or were pe- no. bad people chasing us? Yeah, because I think they think we did uh. something that we didn't do. Gotcha. But it felt, you know, when it feels so real and so suspenseful, and angry, I know, and I was so like, anxious. Uh-huh. and then I woke up and I was like, huh. you know, when you're literally like, yes. oh my gosh, okay. I'm not going to jail. I know, seriously. So, but that was my look. So I was like, I have not had a dream that like vivid in a while. It was creepy. It will be nice. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, um, wow. my high. Oh, is that new? I have been on the hunt for new music recently, and I mm-hmm. am so. I am so proud of myself. I've been listening. You know when you're like listening to new music, you have to get through it. Mm-hmm. Like, do I vibe to this or not? And I've been creating, uh, adding more stuff to my playlist. And I'm like, oh, that makes uh-huh. me happy. I finally have new things to listen to instead of the same five songs. <laughs> yeah. So, and these two artists I listen to just put out um, new songs today. So I just added two more. Yay. I listened to it on the drive here. I'm like, mm, bops. <laughs> Yay. So, yeah, what's your high low? My low is that. I am having, like, the worst cramps yesterday and today. That's the worst. And I just feel like it's not fair. It's not. It's not. It, and it gets in the way of your life. Mm-hmm. Like, I just feel like it is not fair for, like, for me, like, two days out of the month to be incapacitated. I feel that. <laughs> it's it not. Sucks. It's so annoying. Mm-hmm. And it makes doing everything hard because it's not just having cramps. Like, no. literally your whole body aches. Your joints hurt. Yep. Your muscles, like, it feels like you did this crazy workout mm-hmm. and they're so sore. It's the worst. You just feel horrible. Does it ever happen to you? I always get insomnia for like a couple days. That happens. Oh to you? no! I, oh, yeah. I get so exhausted. I have to sleep because uh. I feel like I did the craziest workout of my life, and people have been punching my, me and my kidneys. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. I hate that. It's the worst. Anyway, uh. so I've been. Um, me and my heating pad have been having a day. <laughs> yep. And we've been getting through it. And I feel like drinking like hot tea and stuff helps, but mm-hmm. and just chilling. Not. Yeah. I feel like. It's just a sign from your body. Just take it easy and yep. relax. So I didn't go. I haven't gone to the gym for the past few days. 
also, I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, like, when you're feeling like that, you should exercise a ton. This is to help. Yeah. I always feel like that makes me want to throw up. Mm. I will try, if I can, mm. to go on a walk. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes my mom has to take me. I have to, like, lean on her. Like, mm-hmm. okay. Because I, like, can't walk. Right. And then sometimes it does help, but it gets worse before yeah. it gets better. <laughs> definitely. Anyway, so that's my low. I'll be better in, like, a day, so it's fine. Ugh. But um, my high is... That I got to see my very fave band. Um, yes. And for my first concert. I've never been to a concert, believe Aww. it or not. And I went to see Maverick City Music. Yeah. And the concert was literally so fun. Oh, good. Like, you would have loved it. Aww. It was very, like, upbeat, obviously. And everyone there was so excited to, Aww. like, be there. It was super, super fun. Nice. I had, like, such a good time. It was, like... I went on my birthday, and it's, like, the best way to kick off my 22nd year. Yeah, it's your Taylor um, Swift year. <laughs> yeah, my Taylor well, it was my Maverick City year, Holly. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was super fun. Nice. That's my Noise. Um, TVH. Yeah. <laughs> Reminding oh, I gotta look up a TVH. I keep a note on my phone. I hope I wrote one down. Oh, I think I remember... What did I do when we recorded the mom's episode? I have literally no idea. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, the white chocolate. The okay, yeah. so I didn't use what I think. Well, I'm gonna use now. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Let's stop talking. Just say it. Um, wearing designer doesn't make you automatically fashionable. Ooh, okay. Yeah, you know a lot of designer stuff is kind of ugly sometimes. I'm not gonna lie. I think that's the point of it, though. Yeah, but. I just- I don't know. I feel like I see these people decked out in like Gucci tracksuit, Gucci mm-hmm. slides, Gucci sunglasses, and like to me, I just feel like it's so tacky. Mm, yeah. I think you can go, you can be classy with like a nice like Gucci belt with like an outfit that's not designer, mm-hmm. or it just like it doesn't scream designer. Yeah. Um. Or like there's. These uh, designer shoes, they're called Jimmy Choo, and mm-hmm. they're so, so pretty. They always talk about it in Gilmore Girls. Yes, they're so pretty, <laughs> and they a lot of girls wear them for their weddings, and I oh, like those. Wow. Um, nice. But I just feel like when you're wearing, like, a whole, like, Louis Vuitton outfit, yeah. or, I don't know. It's kind of try hard. <laughs> it just, it screams, I want you to think I'm rich. Yeah. And to me, like, I feel like that's not the point of designer. Yeah, it's kind of cringe. Yeah, because no I, I can get I get behind designer items. Like I think some of them are super cool and different and unique. Mm-hmm. And like the items are obviously very high quality, and that's part of the reason they're so expensive because they're gonna last like a lifetime or longer. Yeah, but I just can't. I don't know. I can't get behind like the the dripping in designer. <laughs> I feel like it's cringe. Yeah, it's kind of a bit much. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. <laughs> anyway, now that I've ranted. Yes. My TBH, um, I don't know if everyone's going to agree with me, but whatever. To be honest, um, having coffee in the afternoon is better than first thing in the morning. Let me tell you, okay? This is not going to work for everybody <laughs> because... I feel like I just have nothing to say on this topic because I just don't She doesn't drink, drink coffee. coffee. <laughs> yep. Well, because I feel like caffeine does not affect me the same way it does most people. Like, people are like, oh, um, don't have caffeine because you'll get anxious, which I know a lot of people do, which that's why you don't have it, right? Yeah, I can't. And... For some reason, I am a very anxious person. Where I have caffeine, I have a break. And I just really? am on a high. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Mm. I'm just in a good mood. I'm like, okay. But 
The thing is, is that it doesn't last very long for me. So if I have it first thing in the morning, I'm going to crash by the afternoon when I still have to do stuff. And I'm like, uh. so if I have it at like two o'clock, it's perfect because it's right when I'm hitting my wall. Anyways, I have my coffee and it gets me to bedtime. It does not keep me up. And I mm. just, I'm like, oh, cause I'm just, I feel like I don't know what's wrong, but I'm such a low energy person. Hmm. It's weird. So I have to have it at the perfect time to That's keep me funny. going for the day. It's weird. I anyway. Feel like- my body just can't handle caffeine because I have so much energy. Oh, I, I do like not. <laughs> I My eyes open in the morning and I'm ready to go until Whoa. I literally fall into bed at night. I cannot do that. I'm I, I can't uh, nap during the day or anything unless I'm really sick. Whoa. Because I, I don't know, my body, like my lights are on at like 6 a.m. and they shut off at like 10 p.m. That's and crazy. I can't fight it when I wake up in the morning. Like, I can't just go back to sleep. Yeah. And I can't fight it at night. Like, I will fall asleep standing up. <laughs> That's so weird. But all throughout that day, I'm, like, usually very high energy mm-hmm. and get a ton done. And then literally, like, a light switch, I will fall asleep. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. I know. I'm always... I feel like I'm always dragging. Hmm. I have to figure out why. <laughs> I don't hmm. know. <laughs> I think part of it is, like... I forced my life to be so busy. Um, then you um, think about it. That I'm not thinking about being tired. I'm yeah. I'm just thinking about like the stuff that I'm doing. That at the end of the day, the by the time I realize I'm tired, I'm very tired. Yep. But cool. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, I guess I'll intro our episode yes. a little bit. So, um, e- well, I guess this all kind of spurs from so. Surprise, I got a tattoo. Yeah. And kind of the story behind my tattoo is um, what I've kind of gone through in the last year and a half, and mm-hmm. which spurred me yesterday, I posted on my Snapchat story, um, just kind of like reflection of like where I was a year ago versus now, and how like surprised I would have been then to like know how far I've come like a year mm-hmm. later. So I thought it would be really cool. If we kind of talked about, like, where we were at a year ago and yeah. where we are now and, like, what we've learned. I feel but. like we're going to have, because I saw your Snapchat story the other day, I feel like we're going to have very different perspectives, so it's because there's well, two of us. I was also thinking, too, um, it doesn't necessarily, like, it doesn't have to be, like, you don't have to necessarily have grown a ton in the last right. year as far, like, things can be way worse than this year than they were last year. That happens, too. Yeah. And I feel like it's just good to kind of reflect because I feel like it's easy to get in this space of like only being like here in the moment and feeling what I'm feeling here in the moment. Like life is amazing or life is like awful. Mm-hmm. You forget that there's better and there's worse. Yeah. So I feel like it's always good to like look back on your life and kind of reflect. Yeah, kids. So uh, maybe yeah. you can relate. <laughs> <laughs> so do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You can go first. Okay. So... Um, tea time. <laughs> uh, yes, tea time. This is kind of like a story time episode, which I'm super excited for because I yes. love listening to these types of things. All right. Um, so about a year ago, well, I don't know. Should I give specific dates? I'm really bad at the dates. I'm just going to give vague yeah. dates. Rough estimates. It'll take me forever to remember everything. <laughs> about a year ago, I had just graduated from hair school, which was a really difficult experience for me um, for a multitude of reasons. It was a really hard year. Um, before that too, um, I was on some medication that was really whacking up my hormones Mm -hmm. and making me, I'm not an emotional person and making me an extremely emotional person that was really hard to like come to terms with and deal with. And I had, didn't realize that that medication was doing that. So Mm -hmm. I was on some medication that was making it really hard to function. 
making me super tired, made me gain a lot of weight and things like that. And then I graduated hair school, which was also a pretty difficult experience. Anyone who's ever been to hair school knows that um, the people there aren't very nice and um, it really is takes an emotional toll on you. I was going three days a week for 12-hour days, finally graduated from that, and I went to work at a salon um, that was not a good fit um, for a multitude of reasons, so I left um, to go work at another salon which seemingly was going to be, like, amazing and um, kind of a too-good-to-be-true experience, unfortunately, Um, at that place. I was kind of emotionally abused by the owner I was stolen from, and, um, yeah, I was just all all around, like, super unfortunate. I was Mm -hmm. told that, like, I was not good at what I did and that um, unless I became more teachable that I wouldn't um, ever amount to anything in the industry. I I was told that... I talked too loud, and I was annoying and awkward Bruh. and horrible things like that, and so my self-esteem was literally zero, because oh here gosh. I had, was, like, I didn't feel like myself, because I'm on crazy medication, and um, I just, I wasn't successful in the first salon that I tried, which mm-hmm. I never, like, come out of hair school, you think, oh, I'm going to find the perfect salon, like, um, as soon as I graduate, and that didn't happen at all. I don't know. So, I, um was on the second salon and it was really, really rough. Um, and I didn't know what to do because I was like, if at this point I've been through two salons, no other salon is going to want me because like I've clearly left two other salons and that kind of, it kind of makes it look like I'm the common denominator here. And, um, and I had like no self-esteem at all. It's really awful. Like, um, I didn't have a lot of friends either just because of the place I was at in life, like, I had very few friends, and I was having trouble mm-hmm. making any, like, solid friends. I didn't trust anybody because the girls in hair school were really, really backstabbing and, like, awful and broke or, like, really unkind and stuff. Yeah. So, I was, like, having a really, really rough time. Mm-hmm. And it felt like, literally, it felt like I was never, it was never going to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, It felt like this, I feel like a lot of times that's how it feels. Like, when you're stuck in something, it, like, it, it's hard to s- remember that there is another side to it Mm -hmm. um and that's like it's so rough yeah because it feels like you're just stuck and it's hopeless Mm -hmm. um so and that's how I felt like I um kind of was at the point where it was really really hard to read my bible I Mm -hmm. was not doing that very much and it was I just like felt like I could not pray I was like yeah I was at such a low point where I this was a little bit farther, so a little bit less than a year ago. So this was this past January, mm-hmm. mostly. I was, like, just really struggling. And um, Justin would be like, Emily, like, you need to pray, like, you know, and just ask God. And I just, like, was like, I don't want to do that. Like, yeah, I just feel like it's never going to get better. And I just don't know how to, like, reach out to him anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started listening to um, Maverick City music because I was yeah. like, the least I can do is, like, listen to some, like, Christian music. but. I don't know if, like, a lot of people are like me, but growing up listening to K-Love, um, um, Christian radio station, mm-hmm. kind of makes you hate Christian music a little bit. I Maybe it's just me, because I've listened to the same old, same old, and they play, like, the most, like, boring songs. Yeah. You don't realize that there's, like, other actually good Christian music, and it's not all, like, one particular genre. Yep. So I got super into listening to Maverick City, um, and I would actually, like, I was having trouble praying, and so I would just kind of, like, 
sing the songs as like prayers because mm-hmm. that's kind of how a lot of them are worded. Yeah. And um so I I did that and it kind of like opened up the door kind of back into like a relationship with God and um from there I was able to like grow and stuff but still at this point like I'm struggling cuz I'm working in this salon where you know this person's being really horrible to me yep. and stuff and so finally I was like I need to leave like mm-hmm. There's nothing good come out of this. I was like, maybe I can, I don't know, um, w- like go back to school or something. Like mm-hmm. literally, or maybe open my own suite. But I was like, I don't have a clientele because um, the point in going to the second salon was to work as a commission-based um, person for or stylist for um, a little while just to build up a clientele. And then I was going to booth rent, which you just pay for your space. You run your own business. And I was like sounds perfect Mm -hmm. but i never built any clientele while i was there and nothing that i was like in in, i wasn't doing any work i was interested in doing Mm -hmm. um the stuff that i was trying to specialize in i just was not getting that work so it's just super frustrating even like um artistically Mm -hmm. there and so finally i made the decision i needed to leave um and that kind of coincided with leaving like another part of my life that i just don't really want to get into on here yeah but um that was really, really frustrating. Um, and then I, so we ended up um, going to like a new church. And since then, like, oh, that was like a huge blessing. Like literally yeah. the first church we visited and stuff. And um, we've grown so much there. But I also got reached out at that time, um, right around that same time, by um, a company that has... Um, people do freelance hair work for them and um they like wanted to me to work for them and I was shocked Mm -hmm. because I was like even Holly was my hair model for that appointment yes I was was so nervous yeah (laughs) I was like I don't know like I was like I kept telling Justin I remember actually no when we were driving there I was telling this to Holly too I'm like there I was like they're not gonna want me because I'm awkward Uh and like um like my style isn't like good enough and like I'm not good enough at anything and stuff and Holly was like just like shut up like you're gonna be (laughs) fine we got there and we're like sitting there and Emily's like oh no no I was like look man we just gotta do it (laughs) and so I was so terrified I was so anxious because I just had no confidence in myself whatsoever yeah I just like literally was at ground zero with that Mm -hmm. and you like you don't realize like I feel like your confidence like plays a huge part into like even how you work and like how good you are at stuff because Mm -hmm. I was so anxious that I was like not good that like I feel like I wasn't able to like perform and stuff as Mm. well but anyway they ended up hiring me yeah and since I've like since then have been literally a dream to work with have booked me for so many weddings um and opened like this door into this new space that like I literally was my dream but never thought I'd ever like get to do something like that and never imagined like this would be like career wise a year later having Mm -hmm. like basically finishing up my first season as like a destination bridal hairstylist at the same time I also got called up by my um a girl that I knew well someone put in my name at this old office I used to work in when I was going Mm -hmm. to school at a community college I worked in one of the offices there um, they remembered me and they had a job opening. They called me back and asked me to work part time. And mm-hmm. since then I've been working there as well. And I've just gotten like some really crazy like opportunities I never would have ma- imagined. Mm-hmm. Like a year ago, me 
wouldn't have like fathomed that I'd be where I am, yeah. I guess. And I feel like that's the crazy part. Like a year ago, I thought like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to struggle forever. Mm-hmm. This is going to be awful. Like there is like no hope when it comes to um my like life and my career and even like my faith and stuff too. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was taking a big toll. Yeah. But um a year later it's like I look back and I'm like, man, I don't know why I doubted so much. <laughs> like here we are. Yeah. And um I'm pretty much like thriving, like yeah. having the best time and life is great. Um not to say that I'm never ever gonna have a struggle ever again. Right. But um I don't know. And so this all kind of like ties in together. Trust me. Um, The so I got a tattoo on Tuesday. Yes. And it's of an olive branch. I'm sure I'll post a picture of it on the Mm -hmm. um, the Instagram still wrapped up in the bandages. So I'll have to wait. (laughs) But um, the the tattoos of an olive branch, because in the story of Noah, Noah, when the storm has like kind of come and now the waters are just still really high mm-hmm. and um i know if i was in that situation i'd be like oh my gosh like this is never gonna end we're just gonna dr- like float out here forever until we yep. die and have no food and water and all that stuff and um so they're just floating along and in the story like um they're still out there for like was it like 40 days or something, yeah, something crazy like and um i can't imagine like over a month, you're just right. floating around hoping that something better will come. I can't yeah. imagine how, like, low in spirits I would be. Yeah. But then Noah's, um, or God sends, like, the dove with the um, olive branch, basically as a symbol, like, that this isn't the end. There is still hope, like, just trust in me. And mm-hmm. that's kind of, like, the image that God gave me after um, kind of getting through that really rough period of my life, mm-hmm. um, being, like, this isn't the end. There is going to be better, like, in mm-hmm. store for you. Just, like, wait and hang on and trust me. Yeah. And in the moment, it was really hard to trust that there was better ahead and not to just give up and be like, oh, my gosh, like, this isn't worth it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, you know. But, um, yeah, there is another side to it. And there is always hope in God. And so, yes. and so I feel like that's just kind of, like, a cool image for myself um, that I – and wanted to get tattooed because it's just like near and dear and it's always a reminder mm-hmm. I look down on my arm and think about it. Um and just a reminder, should I never go through like anything as bad or like of that type again that like look what God has brought me through. Mm-hmm. And um I can trust in him. He is trustworthy and he brought me to the other side this time and he'll do it again. So I love that. Yeah, that's right. kind of my story of the last year. And I've just it's been something I've been thinking on a lot lately. And um, trying to be grateful for it. So yeah, period. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Now that I also talk so fast when I get in story mode, uh-huh. and so <laughs> I'm looking down at like the um sound waves, and there's just like this huge mass. Of me, like, <laughs> and there's like talking. me. Mm. <laughs> yeah, a little few little interjections there. That's so funny. Yeah. So Holly, you want to share about your year? No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're done. Uh, bye. Have bye. a good week. <laughs> Yes, kids. Okay. Let me think. Um okay. I don't have a tattoo. <laughs> you don't need a tattoo. No, but um I do have a story for you all. This is a little different because I think I'm still in the waiting for something better yeah. <laughs> spot. Um can I backtrack this just a little bit? 
Because technically, this starts technically in 2020. Well, so did mine. I kind yeah. of did. Too. Okay, good. I, I feel like... like the beginning of my story was, I would say, literally like, um, well, I guess it wasn't like fully back to 2020, but I would say darn Jan- close. Jan- <laughs> like fe- December of 2020 or January of 2021 is when craziness started. <laughs> yeah. So I guess for me, like in well 2020 was tough for everybody yeah i have to say it was probably one of the worst years of my life because the world was crazy mm-hmm. and then there's just a lot of personal stuff which I'm, i can't share on the yeah. podcast that was really tough and i felt like my whole world was just like all fell down i'm like what mm-hmm. even is going on like i was so depressed because i was like i don't even know what's going on everything is terrible like I felt so broken. I was just like, Mm. I, and I was so mad at God too. I was like, why would you let this happen? Like something that like, I always thought would happen to other people. It happened to me. And I was like, what? I was like, why would this happen? There seems to be absolutely no good reason for it. Mm -hmm. And I remember at one point, like, I literally told God, I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I'm done mm-hmm. with you, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, And then things just got worse. <laughs> I don't know why I thought I could go through something hard without God, why that would make it easier. Right. That makes literally... But sometimes you feel that way you really when do. you're really in it. Mm-hmm. And um, so after realizing it's way worse by myself, I was like, came back and I was like, all right, <laughs> take two. You're still okay. here. <laughs> yeah, basically. So, um... I was listening to this, like, Sadie Robertson, um, who I love her. She did, like, just one of her um, talks she did somewhere, and she was talking about um, when Peter walks on the water to Mm -hmm. Jesus, and then he fails, and he, like, gets scared and stuff, but Mm -hmm. God just comes, like, Jesus comes and, like, rescues him right away. Like, he doesn't wait. Well, maybe. Nope. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna come back. (laughs) Like, I'm gonna trust you to rescue me this time. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not gonna leave me. Mm -hmm. And, um... So it was definitely like, I think at that point was when I really got serious with like, okay, this is not just what I believe because I grew up this way or something. But now it's actually because I've seen like, this is so hard. And God is like really all I have right now. And so then in 2020, it was just a lot of crap (laughs) after that. It was Mm -hmm. still bad. And then we moved into 2021 where I felt like, oh, this is also important to note that at the end of every year, I feel like it's this cool thing. I've wanted like a word for the year. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, but I never know which one to pick. So Mm -hmm. starting at for 2020, I asked God, I was like, what's Mm. a word for the year that you want me to like learn? Mm. And I really felt like he was saying release, like release control of how you think your life should go Mm -hmm. and trust him basically. And then it was 2020. And I was like, that is the best year to learn this. That's crazy. Um, And then at the end of 2020, I felt like two words, like hope and healing. Mm -hmm. And 2021 is a pretty decent year for me. Mm -hmm. I felt like a lot of things were going decent (laughs) in my life. I like graduated and I was doing college. And I um just got to do some traveling and stuff like that, and things were great. Mm-hmm. I was vibing around, you know what I'm saying. And um, you know, things there's still some hard stuff going on. Um, but you know, for the most part, right. it was pretty decent. I felt like okay, I feel like I'm picking myself back up a little bit here. Right. Um, and then <laughs> is this year. Um, so then moving into this year, I felt like. At the end of last year, I was talking to God, and it's cool because I think it's, like, our thing where I'm, like, every year he 
it comes down to like right yeah. to New Year's Eve and then I get a word. I'm like, period, let's go. <laughs> yeah. So it's really cool. And so this year I was very nervous because mm-hmm. the word for my year was try. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. crap, that sounds scary. Like, I'm mm-hmm. just going to be honest. And I thought like, because I for well in 2021 I guess is when I started going to therapy Mm -hmm. and because I had super bad anxiety Mm -hmm. um and I thought oh okay my word for you is try to like try and do stuff because sometimes I was not really going out and doing stuff because I was too scared and I was like okay it's probably about that it was not (laughs) there was a fake out um because (laughs) um this year I felt like all of a sudden I got like super depressed Mm. and I was like what because I felt really depressed in 2020 I felt like that was pretty situational because it was a really tough time um and then it kind of went away for a little bit and so yeah this year I felt like oh no like I don't know what's going on with my brain um but I felt so depressed and kind of for no reason because I think what was really cool is what was stressing me out so bad in 2020 Mm -hmm. I felt like this year God totally healed that whole situation Mm -hmm. and it's way better than I ever thought it would be which gives me hope for the stuff now that I'm like this isn't there's because I literally thought there's no way it was going to get fixed and I was like oh I'm gonna be like this gonna be so broken forever um so yes in this year I was like oh so down just like I think really starting from April was a really mm-hmm. bad time for me. In April, I felt super lonely because I, my best friend had went off to college in mm-hmm. a different state um, at the beginning of the year. And I was like, I don't have anybody, I feel right. like. And I just didn't have a lot of friends. Everyone was kind of like, I feel like it's that time when you're all in college, you kind of mm-hmm. go your own ways, you get busy and stuff happens. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't have anybody. And um. So that was really hard for me. I was very sad about that. And I was like, ugh. And I felt like everything that I had looked forward to or wanted to do mm-hmm. was suddenly hard. And I was like, I went on this, um, like, went to this camp for two weeks. Mm-hmm. It's like for college age people. And I, it was so hard. And mm-hmm. it was something I looked forward to for a really long time. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, like, and I think it just came back to, like, just being super stressed for no reason. It just kind of came out of me. And just being like, oh, this is going to be terrible. I don't know what to do. I mean, granted, it was stressful. There was like 400 people and I knew nobody. Right, right. <laughs> so yeah. it was a little intimidating. Um, But yeah, they're like, oh, this is the biggest camp of the summer. And I was like, yeah, great. <laughs> so, um, but I felt like it was so hard that I felt like I was working against myself mm-hmm. to be like all these things that I wanted to do or stuff like that was suddenly harder and there's no reason for it except myself. Right. So it's hard when you feel like you're working against yourself. Right. Um, and then I hit a wall with my college, which really stressed me out because I was doing my classes. I was doing my courses. They were technically independent mm-hmm. before I transferred them to my school. Um, and then all of a sudden, it was like time to figure out what to do with this school and like apply to it you know transfer Mm -hmm. all that stuff it's like a lot of they make it so confusing for no reason I'll just say (laughs) it's ridiculous Mm -hmm. and but just like realizing like okay this is now I have to do this like I kind of got to put it out for a while which is nice I'm like oh no and I'm so stressed Mm -hmm. and I think it's that crisis I think a lot of people might have that 
trying to figure out what to do with your life because right. like well what if i don't actually want to do this and like mm-hmm. i feel like i'm just have to do this like i feel like my family wants me to and mm-hmm. i'm like oh my gosh and I'm like i don't have any other options anyways right. and then you look at it and it's like it's gonna be like four years of my life and i'm, like, mm-hmm. I'm scared that's such a commitment i'm like oh my gosh mm-hmm. um so i think i starting in like September maybe I had I totally shut down like I because I was so stressed about mm-hmm. that I was like I just can't do it I don't know what I want to do mm-hmm. um and then I was just very depressed like I have no purpose in life this mm-hmm. is not good right. and so I think in September I just totally shut down I wasn't doing anything at all and it got to the point I think last month Mm-hmm. where my mom came in and I was struggling a lot where I couldn't really get out of bed. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, okay. She's like, you need to call your therapist and you need to go more often. Right. <laughs> but I was like, no, I can't do that. And she's like, okay, well, then I'm going to have to call her. I'm going to have to go talk to her because I don't know what to do with you, basically. Right. Like in a nice way. But she's like, I, she right. was like, I don't know what to do about this. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, I don't know either. Right. So that's really scary, I think, when you're like, oh man, I can't do anything, it feels like. Right. And so that was definitely really hard. And um, so then I finally went to my therapist and I was like, look, man, I need practical advice to like mm-hmm. live my life. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I also reached out to my best friend um, who was very helpful as well, mm-hmm. which was nice. And so I was like, okay. So I started little steps, like stuff that I think would be insanely easy for most people if you mm-hmm. haven't. Because I think when you're depressed, you go way back to the basics of, like, how to do anything, basically. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, okay, I have to learn to have a set go to sleep and wake up time that's going to help me a lot. Like, have Mm -hmm. a simple routine. So simple. It's like, literally, you're going to get up, you're going to brush your teeth, and you're going to, like, make your tea or something and do your Bible. And that's the thing about that. I feel like with my Bible time, I think it's been, like, I think I've been push to be like okay I'm not gonna give up on it this time even though stuff is hard and I think it's hard when you have all these emotions and you're like Mm -hmm. stuff is so hard it feels like God is really far not that he's moved at all but I think it's because your emotions kind of cloud him a bit you know Mm -hmm. I think that happens to me so I was like I'll be talking to him and I'm like why when stuff is so hard are you so far you should be really close right Right. now and that's what it feels like I feel like I've been pushed to be like spend time with him even when I don't feel him at all and to not give up on him basically because that's the thing this is my mom and I have talked about this it's like when stuff was really hard it's like okay this is what Peter said when all of the um like all his followers were leaving him and everything leaving Jesus and everything and Jesus says to him he's like are you gonna leave too and he's like where else would I go you have the words of eternal life and that's so true I'm like what else am I gonna do here (laughs) I don't know I didn't tell you so I think this time around I think that's improvement where I'm like okay I'm not gonna give up on him I'm not gonna be like see ya no this is too hard Mm -hmm. (laughs) like no I'm not gonna be like I'm not gonna follow you because my life's not perfect that doesn't make sense right and so yeah I think he's been teaching me to be like every day I I mean I'm gonna try to every day show up and spend time with him and be like okay just keep believing when you don't feel it and that's one of the hardest things Mm -hmm. because and that's the thing is like he doesn't change based on your emotions thank goodness right (laughs) because that would be tough right so yeah yeah he's not any farther away from you when you don't feel like he is like Mm -hmm. he he's not leaving you 
Right. And so I'm just like, okay, and I've been learning to like take it one day at a time. Right. I'm like, he's going to give me the strength that I need for today. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to figure my whole life out in one day. Like, I don't have to put so much pressure on right. myself. We're just going to do what we can one day. And the thing is, is that, listen, people say life is short, which is valid, mm-hmm. but life is also long. You have That's time. True. <laughs> true. Like, you don't have to figure it out yesterday. Exactly. You know what I mean? If you're stressed and you're like, I don't know what I'm doing, you have time. Right. You know what I mean? Obviously, right. I'm not going to. Do, I'm going to try and do something and not do nothing. But I, it's also like, you don't have to figure out right now. No. You can you take and your you time a little bit. you don't have to put so much pressure on your decisions. Because right. Because you know what? Nobody knows what they're doing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Nobody does. So I like kids. how you like mentioned the like your word of the year type thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's necessarily something that like, you know, it's not like something I have like a New Year's Eve or something. But yeah. um, this year, I just like have been feeling like, like, my theme for the year is, mm-hmm. like, peace, mm. because I feel like the last, like, you know, two years have been so chaotic. Yeah. You know, my life was chaotic, my work was chaotic, my family life was chaotic, my church life was chaotic. The everything, world. <laughs> everything was very, yeah, the world was chaotic. Everything was, like, very chaotic and very dramatic. And then yeah. when there is drama and chaos, like you feel very much not grounded. Mm-hmm. And I've been finding, like, I need to ground myself in God by, like, spending mm-hmm. time with him and um, talking to him. And then all the other things in life, like, can't shake you the same way. Right. Because when I was not grounded in him, I felt like, you know, I felt like I was drowning. I felt like every time I'd come up for a breath of air, like, I was just smacked by another wave and mm-hmm. stuff. But, like, I feel like now, like, I feel like a good, you know, it's like I've built my house on the rock. Mm-hmm. It's not on the sand. Like, I feel like I was definitely built on the sand before. Oh, yeah. Because anytime any sort of, like, wave would come, like, I'd be smashed again. Mm-hmm. And they were just, like, coming one after another. And, like, I feel like I could never catch a break. Mm-hmm. But now I feel like um, that, like, when the waves come, like, I remind myself. And, like, he reminds me, like, where my hope is and that mm-hmm. it's not in these things. And... Life is going to get hard again, and I know that. Yeah. And in those times, I just hope that I can remember that, like, where, like, my, you know, where I'm going to ground myself and that, like, he is going to hang on to me. Like, mm-hmm. it's not, um, he's not going to leave me at all. Right. I just need to continue to make sure I'm keeping my eyes on him mm-hmm. and trusting him and that he'll, you know, always be there for me. Yes, kids. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I feel like, too, drama, like, I feel like it's super important. I feel like, especially as girls, like, we're very, like, emotional human beings yeah. and, like, very <laughs> sensitive and we feel things really, like, deeply mm-hmm. and, like, um, emotionally. And I feel like as soon as you start giving way to, like, chaos in relationships mm-hmm. um, and, like, you know, the he said, she said drama and stuff. And as soon as you start letting that affect you and um, start letting, like, like these little things affect you, like the big things start affecting you, too, mm-hmm. and start causing to steal your peace. And I keep reminding myself, like, you know, someone will do something that irritates me. And it might just be, like, the little thing, but it makes me really, like, mm-hmm. not want to be around that person. It bugs me and it makes me, like, miserable on the inside. And I then I think to myself, I'm like why am I letting this person or this situation, like, steal my peace from me? Mm-hmm. Like, that, they are not worthy and not important enough mm-hmm. to me to be taking this away from me. Yeah. I'm not going to let that chaos into my life anymore. Yeah. So, 
Yeah. <laughs> so kids. It's crazy what you learned in a year, though. Bro, Or in yeah. two years. And I don't know. I feel like a lot of people will be like, oh, what's your testimony? And they think <laughs> that it's like this crazy conversion story. Mm-hmm. And for me, like growing up a Christian and growing up in church, like I got saved when before like I even remember. Right. You know, I said the sinner's prayer and stuff and I got baptized and I was like, I think like 14 or 15 and mm-hmm. stuff. And I've always like, you know, I never had that like moment, never like was on drugs and then like immediately like a light sh- shone from heaven and I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. There was never that big conversion moment, but like your testimony isn't just that mm-hmm. moment. It's your life is a testimony and like how you, you know, handle situations and what God brings you through is your testimony. And I don't know. I think it's cool that he's kind of shown me a yeah. lot in the last few years. Yeah. So yeah. kids, hopefully you yeah. it encourages you exactly. <laughs> our stories i feel like these are nice though because when i listen to my podcasts mm-hmm. i always like the story times every oh, time like i listen to the Cimarelli podcast mm-hmm. I'm like yes where's the story times <laughs> well and i love when people are very honest on yeah. their podcasts and like very genuine because mm-hmm. that's when i feel like i learn the most and i feel the most encouraged because yeah. you know what life is long but life is also <laughs> too short to be fake like yep. <laughs> and to be shallow and um I don't know. People are real people. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel like it's, I don't know. I don't want to keep up this front that I have everything perfect together because that ain't true, sis. If you (laughs) hung out with me long enough, you would know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But hopefully this is encouraging. And hopefully you all can look back at your lives a year ago and see, you know, ways the Lord has blessed you. And if you're Mm -hmm. struggling right now, maybe you can look at your life and remember that give it a year. Like God has so much more in store for you. Just yep. look to him and continue to trust him and put your faith in him. And, um, he's going to hold your hand through it and just let him do that. I feel like that's yeah. the hardest thing. It's the letting go. Yeah. And letting mm-hmm. him handle the situation. Yeah. <laughs> Cause we feel like I want to be in control, but in reality you're not anyway. You're not- so you might as well stop <laughs> thinking it. Right. <laughs> yes. Give yourself some peace. Mm-hmm. Seek peace. Yes. But, all right. Well, um, I hope y'all have a good week, a very yes. peaceful, non-chaotic week. <laughs> and if you're having a, a very chaotic week, I'm sorry. Yep. <laughs> It'll get better, I promise. Yes. Don't give up, kids. Yes. All right. Well, have a good rest of your week. See you next time. Bye. Bye.